Welcome to the Godcast, your weekly source for religious news and views, featuring Archbishop Lance Wackerly and Rabbi D. Simon. And on this week's show, we discuss the importance of marriage. The parents of Natalie, Robbie Hill, and Casey Lane love how they have two different surnames. Probably not married. I don't know why she has a different name. It's this liberal fucking bullshit. Celebrity gossip. You should feel shame and the celebrities should feel shame. Don't absolve people from shame without asking me first. And the difference between Judaism and Christianity. You know what, people? Jesus like the tooth fairy. Doesn't exist. <laughs> Fuck off, it's sick and wrong! I'm on the wrong track, drinking blood! Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. Welcome. What's up there, Wackerly? You seem uh, rather, like, energized, ready to go. No drinking last night? Oh, there was drinking. Not a whole lot. But um, I'm just I'm trying to up my game on the show. Just More sound, entertainment. Is that a little more enthusiastic? More enthusiasm. Just, uh, just uh, loathing every person that listens to the show? Yeah. I just did a huge rail of coke. <laughs> so I'm ready to podcast. It's going to confuse people because they're used to Wackerly the curmudgeon. Yeah, I didn't really do a rail of coke, but that's what I'm. I'm using. <laughs> but that's the, what you feel I'm like. using this Stanislavski method. Is that that's method acting, right? Yeah. That would mean I really did a rail of coke. But Wackerly, I'm doing the other method. What's the other? What's non-method acting? I'm acting as if I did a rail as of coke. If you well, you're acting. Yeah, but I think the thing Wait, is, wait, I gotta go shit. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't need coke to be on a coke high. Yeah, well, is that what you're saying? <laughs> the podcast fulfills that. For you to think that I'm a co- drug. on a coke high, I don't need the coke. I'm just going to pretend. <laughs> but I don't really feel as good as I would on a coke high. Okay, yeah. all right, clear? I'll take that. So, uh, how was the weekend there, Wacker? I heard you're in the city. I did. I came over to the city, did some drinking, and I was surprised coming out of the Bart that there were all these. What looked to me to be like teens and or preteens dressed as like slutty clowns with all these colorful wigs and lingerie on and giant fucking high heel boots. Yeah, it was quite arousing to say the least. It was, uh, th- these are all attendees of uh, San Francisco's Love Evolution. Love Evolution. Love Evolution. Is that what they called yeah. it this year? And I'm actually hip enough. That I figured out what it was before I asked anybody. Well, so you knew that was going on. Well, I, it took me like eight blocks of walking going, what the fuck? <laughs> Is this some flash mob shit or what's good? And I was like, I remember several years ago going to something where there was a lot of people that looked like this, and it was the love fest. And then you heard the thumping beats. I didn't get close enough to Civic Center to hear the beats, but I just figured it out. Well, so- and then I asked P-Town. I said, is love fest this weekend? And he was like, yeah. In previous years, it was called Love Fest, and now they decided to change the name to Love Evolution or Love Evolution. I can't <laughs> yeah, even say word that, that word. nobody can fucking say. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, the word doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so I actually did not. Well, I guess I walked through Love Fest. I did not attend Love Fest, but on Saturday, I ended up hanging out with Big Jer and going to one of the other things that was going on in this city mm-hmm. this weekend. There were like five things going on in San Francisco this weekend. 
probably even more that you just might not know There's about the, every little thing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's just weird. There's just too much going on in the month of October. There's like a o- marathon. Oktoberfest, uh, Castro Street Fair was on Sunday. Really? The And the, the, what I ended up going to on Saturday was the Strictly Hardly Bluegrass. It's strictly called Hardly bluegrass, Strictly hardly Bluegrass. Strictly Bluegrass. <laughs> Easy there, hipster. You're not that cool. You, you know what it's called. No, but it was, like, it was a weird name, though. I thought it's it was hardly just the Bluegrass strictly, Festival. It's Hardly Strictly Bluegrass. It used to be called Strictly Bluegrass. Strictly Bluegrass what it used to be. Because it only had bluegrass, but then they started getting like funk bands and rock bands. Did and they, they, MC Hammer opened yeah, up the rap event on bands <laughs> and Richie Havens. Didn't he play at Woodstock, the original one or something? Did he? He, he yeah. played it. He he played hardly strictly blues bluegrass. Festival. I saw him on the lineup. There's like five stages, and most importantly, it's free. Right. And, the, and some rich dude pays for all this shit, which is pretty awesome. And that's why there are over seven hundred fifty thousand yeah. people at the event. Yeah, way too crowded because it's free. It was too crowded to be enjoyable and just filled with hippies. The guy's name, the rich guy's name, is like Hellman. Hellman? Yeah. He's probably is the, he an heir to the mayonnaise? The mayonnaise fortune? <laughs> Way to steal my thunder there, D. Simon. <laughs> my fucking mayonnaise punch. Dude, on. I'm sure every listener out there kind of was like, I know where Wackley's yeah. going with this. Yeah. There's a lot of mayonnaise huffers in the crowd tonight. Sure. But no, so I ended up, uh, instead of going to the Love Fest, I ended up going to this because I wanted to see Steve Martin perform. Do you know he's in a band? I knew he was an avid banjo picker. Yeah, because he I, did, he does it in his act, but he's really even better than. I mean, when he does it in his act, he's just fucking he's about joking around. Yeah, but he really does play well. He's a serious like, banjo player. He's pretty yeah. good, and he has a whole band. It's uh, I, I think a, I think it's like Steve Martin's Steve Martin and the River Brass Band or something, a River Grass Band, something like that. Something like that. I read it, but I forgot to. He was just like this, maybe two inch figure wearing a white suit and a hat i couldn't even see him you couldn't even get because you were so far away you couldn't even get you could get within like 150 yeah. feet of the stage <laughs> you could hear it i mean it's, it sounded actually pretty good for being in uh-huh. golden gate park yeah how much patchouli absorbed through your skin <laughs> oh i was yeah, i was disgusted it was just patchouli and bo yeah and, and with you know you're in like a hippie area when you can't get a fucking beer but you can get coconut juice in a can. Yeah, or wheatgrass. Or wheatgrass. <laughs> Which there's is a, disgusting. There's this, there's this guy, I walked by, I was like, uh, do you have any beer? He's like, no, but I got some wheatgrass in a can. <laughs> Canned wheatgrass. Oh, gross. Disgusting. So anyway, we hung out, we saw Steve Martin, and then uh, uh, we went and saw Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine is in a band called was The he, Night Watchman. Was he screaming, or is it also a bluegrass band? It's kind of country, sort of rap. It's like uh, guitars, and there's a rapper guy. Hmm. It, Sounds it, horrible. <laughs> it was sort of entertaining. I, I would have liked to see Nico Case, because she's a hot ginger. I think she played on Sunday. I didn't go yeah, Sunday. She's pretty big. I think she was at the top of the billing. I had reached my fill within two hours. It was cold. There were too many hippies, yeah. and I just was... You should have taken left. the sick and wrong hot air balloon. You could have just floated over the stage and watched from there. Actually, that would have been nice if I'd have, uh, yeah, you busted out the, uh, the sick and wrong Zeppelin. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can get the Zeppelin low in enough, but the hot air balloon, you can get, you know, 20 yeah, feet off the stage. Yeah, just kind of float right above it, and I could actually see Steve Martin's face. Right. And the balloon has your face on one side and my face on the other, so it's good advertising for the show. I yeah, know it costs, I mean, a lot of, it costs a lot of money for the fuel to keep it up there. For yeah, but we're hours. making so much from AdamandEve.com yeah. that uh, it pays for the sick and wrong hot air balloon. Yeah. I could have taken it back, though, because it took a while for me to get back. The trains were really crowded, and then I had to walk through Love Fest again. <laughs> the but hot th- air balloon would have been quicker. 
if I Just had the, the mercy <laughs> of the winds, <laughs> the hot air balloon, you can guide those things. No, you can't. There's rudders. No, they, that's a zeppelin. Oh, okay. The hot air balloon just drifts. It just up, up, and up away, down, my yeah. beautiful balloon. That's the only c- control you have. Yeah, right. I, I, I guess um, it would have taken a next while. Next up on the hot air balloon podcast. <laughs> Let's move on. So anyway, I was walking back through Love Fest, and yeah, I agree with you. There's a bunch of, I don't even want to say they're preteens. They're like adolescent girls, though. So you're moving from the bluegrass thing where it's old all patchouli, hippies. old white people with dreadlocks. A lot of girls with corduroy <laughs> pants and dreadlocks. Just shapeless sort of dr- dr- uh, tie-dyed dresses. To 15-year-olds wearing thongs with duct tape over their nipples and right. glitter on their face. Yeah, and it was cold. Yeah, so it the was nipples really cold. Were, nipples be a popping. Nipples were popping. Be a popping. Be a popping. <laughs> <laughs> I that, don't think they were fifteen, by the way. I think you're just because you're an old man. They all got, look fifteen. They yeah, look, they're probably you know between eighteen and twenty five, but they look fifteen. Do you? you know how like you walk through and you're like, wow, that girl's barely legal. I was getting the feeling, well, that girl's ti totally illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw a few of JB those. jail bait. <laughs> jail bait. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of that. But yeah, I also saw a lot of girls probably in their early twenties. That um, we're also wearing next to nothing. Yeah. So and, even I was in a bar or multiple bars in the Tenderloin, and they were even swarming down there because Civic Center is pretty close. And they yeah, were all going to just, bars after the thing was over. You know? And they're screaming and all on ecstasy. I, I think yeah, my favorite thing ecstasy. I saw was uh, this uh, boyfriend and girlfriend got in a fight, and his girlfriend was wearing hardly anything. I don't even know if she had a thong on. You could see like the whole lower portion of her buttocks mm-hmm. just hanging. I was actually staring for a little Side bit. Side butt. Side butt, Bottom yeah. Butt. But then I walked around, I got full view of butt. But uh, anyway, they're in a fight, and uh, they're screaming at each other. Like, obviously, like, they're in a lover's quarrel. Mm-hmm. And this, I don't know, older, maybe mid-30s looking Asian guy just kind of walks by, walks right behind her, takes his camera, and takes a picture of her ass. Like, right like right in between the Puts it right up under there? <laughs> right up under there, under, up, <laughs> under the skirt. That's not going to turn out very well. <laughs> it's going to turn up on the internet. Yeah. But her boyfriend flipped out, as most guys probably would. And Kinda he's already, uh, yeah, he's already upset because he's in the fight. And proceeded to like, I don't know, hit this guy a couple times. The guy just ran away. Yeah. Because perverts don't fight. Well, the guy still wins. Because he's still like, ha ha ha, I still have a picture of your girlfriend vagina. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the city... I got black eye, but not blue ball. <laughs> I beat off to your picture. And you know that picture is now going to be on his site. He's probably going to sell it to a couple sites. Yeah. And uh, we'll, pr- we'll probably end up pleasuring ourselves with that picture. If I find it, I will. It's in my mind. It's in the back of my mind. <laughs> but so the city was a buzz. There's a lot of stuff going on. Later that night, I ended up going to this uh, after... It wasn't after. It was like a love fest after party mm-hmm. at Mezzanine. Oh, yeah. I, I hung out with Sleazy E and one of his friends. And to make a long story short, we couldn't get in because his, it was one of those classic things like, oh, we'll, get, we'll be able to get in. Don't worry. I know the promoter. This is why I never go out with anybody anymore because yeah. that always happens. And it's annoying. And anytime anybody says, oh, I know some guy or my friend's having this killer party, I'm out. I'll go yeah. home. Give me a cab, bye. Because you know it's going to end up just like this. It always does. Well, I wouldn't have predicted the exact outcome, but essentially what happened... All I'm saying is you don't get in. We didn't get in. We didn't get in, and uh, I was just annoyed. The the, the guy, the promoter, wasn't returning his calls, and uh, we had a couple different avenues. Nothing worked out, and I was was just like, this is just annoying. Yeah, I'm not blaming the people who always bring this stuff up. They genuinely think, like, it's going to happen, or the party is going to be cool, 
And maybe, you know, they have no reason to think otherwise, but it always gets fucked up. Something gets fucked up. And so what happened in this case, we were standing outside, and there's like this smoking area behind Mezzanine where there's like a barricade set up, just mm-hmm. a crowd barricade. Right. So you could hop it. The smoker's it, pen. You could hop it and kind of mingle in with the smokers as if you've been at the club the whole time. I wouldn't advise it because of the five huge security guards that are roaming around the area. Yeah, of course. So anyway, we couldn't get in, and uh, I was like, at that point, annoyed. I wanted to leave. Well, Ian's crazy friend, Sleazy E's crazy friend, and uh, Sleazy E both hopped the fence to go in there. And within seconds, they were set upon by like three huge uh, security guards. <laughs> Sleazy E was like, all right, dude, I'm just going to jump back and pretend this never right. happened. Sleazy yeah. E's friend started mouthing off. Well, there you go. And pretty much just got the shit beat out of him. It was. Yeah, he probably he was, felt bad that he brought you guys over there and couldn't convert. You know, I don't, I don't know, but it takes... I don't know if it really... I think it's just... I, I, I think it's utter stupidity. Some people might call it balls. But to call three, like, huge Samoan security guards faggots and then taunt them, right. saying you're so tough, don't you expect to get your ass beat? I, I mean, if I were to be doing that, yes, I would expect it. I was even like, uh, you know, dude, shut up. Shut up. You're, I'm, you know, I feel bad for you because you're going to suffer from this. Right. And if if you don't expect to suffer, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. So anyway, I was like, all right, enough. I'm out of here because I do not like hanging out with the unpredictable sort. I just do not <laughs> so like hanging out with people like that. The... Yeah, I assume he End got his ass story. beat pretty badly. I heard I heard the next day like his clavicle was broken. If you, if you break your clavicle, you must have got your ass yeah. beat pretty don't bad. Don't fuck with Samoans. I don't know. He spent the night in like SF General Hospital. So we ended up leaving. We're walking back up uh, kind of like mezzanine sort of the south of market area, cutting up Mason. And there was this, like, love fest sort of couple, love parade kind of couple walking by. The guy looked a lot older than the girl he was with. Mm. But they stopped us. The way us. it should be. Yeah. They, they stopped <laughs> us, and uh, they were like, hey, where's the power exchange? And it was funny, because I started laughing. I'm like, what? He's like, where's the power exchange? And I was like, God, the, the power exchange doesn't exist anymore. And he's, <laughs> you know, it closed down, like, a few years ago. And what he's referring to is the power exchange was a, notor- a notorious sex club. That used to be south of Market. Kind of actually, I lived like two blocks away from it. But it was one of those swingers clubs where you could go. It was open to like five in the morning. And yeah, have sex in themed rooms. Would you necessarily call it notorious, though? It wasn't... I mean, nothing uh, criminal ever happened there. It was well-known and seedy, but... Okay, I, I would say there's a... I don't know. There's a lot of talk <laughs> about it. If you think that like sex is bad. Yeah, but I mean, it was in the news. People, it was whatever. dirty. Okay, it was dirty. <laughs> okay, dirty, okay, dirty, gross. It was depraved. I guess you're uh, right. It's pretty notorious. It's pretty notorious. Because as soon as you mention power exchange, they're like, hey, hey, you're into that? Yeah, hey, yeah. But nudge, it was, nudge, wink, wink. It used to be, when I lived in the mission, it was, uh, I think it was on Otis Street, kind of near yeah. that alley I lived yeah. on, Jesse. Otis. And that so, street's named after the drunk guy from... Uh, Mayberry. <laughs> Andy Griffith show, by the way. <laughs> that street's named after that? Yeah, Otis. You know, he was always in the jail. Oh, the drunk That's guy. why they opened up the power exchange there, because Otis is Very sexy. fitting. Otis is the sexiest guy on Andy Griffith Did show. you ever go there? When, did you ever... Fuck no. <laughs> did you ever want to go there? No. <laughs> but I know you've been there. It's good to get reports. Well, I remember... Just... Are you allowed to bring cameras in? No, I, they, oh, they, I think they frisked you at the door. But I lived across the street, and you know, I never saw a real woman... Go in there. It was mm-hmm. always trannies. Just yeah. trannies. They're always trannies and uh, gay dudes. And I, I guess uh, maybe straight guys went in there too. But I think it was like you, you're charged like 40 bucks for a couple. 
Yeah. And single dudes aren't allowed. Huh. I, think that, I think that was the way it worked. I'm not quite sure. But the one time... How do all the gay dudes go? Oh, well, I guess if you're coupled if, up with yeah, another gay Yeah, coupled with guy, the gay yeah. guys can go in. But uh, the way it worked is we went there because a friend of mine was doing advertising for them. So we went in for free. We didn't have to pay. There's a group of us. And we went in, like, it was probably like 1 o'clock on like Where a Saturday Where was he doing night. advertising for them? He designed their online banner ads. <laughs> and uh, it's the guy that did uh, Mullets Galore. Remember oh, that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Insufferable so, uh, prick. <laughs> <laughs> you hated that dude. I just, he was, it wasn't insufferable. It, was insuff- it wasn't a prick. He was like always depressed. It was I, the I, definition had, of emo. We had some good, before I ever even knew that word, we, we had some good times. Remember? Yeah, well, you the know what times of I'm talking about. <laughs> Remember like, the girl with the, like, the tumor on her tit? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was Say pretty no more. cool. Um, just an aside, is MullsGalore.com still around? I have no idea. It's one of the first. Type it like, into Google. It's one of the first viral sites, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he has much more traffic than SickAndWrongPodcast.com. Anyway, we went and checked it out, and uh, the way it was, the way it worked, the old power exchange had like the upstairs was the gay floor, uh-huh. packed with people, trannies, As it always is. tons of gay people. The downstairs. <laughs> I never trans- trust anybody who lives upstairs. <laughs> the downstairs was the like heterosexual area, and it's just a bunch of themed rooms. Like there's a jail room. A stable. The children's like a, nursery. Children's nursery. <laughs> you know, the uh, synagogue room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Uh-huh. But yeah, there's just like all these themed rooms and people are just um, supposed to fuck in these rooms. However, I only saw one couple engage in some kind of hidden sexual liaison. I don't know what was going on. Did you say lesion? No, liaison, <laughs> liaison. going on, yeah. Okay, right. And so I, we walked by, and I'm, I'm sure they probably were covered with lesions. Yeah. Being that the whole place just smelled like cum and disinfectant. I always pictured it as being very d- dimly lit, or maybe black lights, or so you can't see the lesions. Neon. neon and black lights. Neon. They had like pink neon lights throughout the place. Like the, so yeah, like the strip club light. Yeah, the strip club Where light. Where everybody looks pretty good. And I think they had smoke machines, which I thought was kind of creepy, <laughs> just because you're like, now I can't see the perverts. Yeah. So anyway. A hand just comes out of the fog and <laughs> grabs your balls. It's like oh, being in a haunted house. <laughs> but you can get raped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a real haunted house. Yeah. Like, I'm actually frightened for real. We didn't stay there very long. But, um... The place ended up shutting down like a couple of years ago. I think I don't know if community activists shut no. it down or if they lost their lease. The partner and landlord went bankrupt, so okay. they had to move out. I couldn't imagine that place being all that successful. Well, don't forget that the the upstairs, the gay area, is packed. I mean, a gay bathhouse is a good good business if you charge enough. And why wouldn't you charge enough? Yeah, I mean, charge I mean, what the market will bear. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm sure it was like something like seventy bucks a person. Yeah. I think the real story is the type of person who runs that type of business probably isn't the most like business savvy with their money. So that's probably why the dude went bankrupt. I just picture King Pervert. Right. Maybe if you, a if you like run that. a sex club, it's really a labor of love. Yeah, I mean, this, this why is not your just, hobby. Why it's not your, just buy a McDonald's and make way more money and not have to deal with like people thinking you're a pervert? Or an In-N-Out burger or something. Yeah. <laughs> Because that makes more sense, you know, in and out, power exchange. Anyway, I, I was going to say it's much, it's more ironic because the in and outs are very Christian. Yeah, so but yeah, I, I bet you they. I was you'd, processing that. You'd probably make some money though with one of those here on the West Coast, popular establishment. The in and out. Yeah, people love that. <laughs> yeah, they do. I know. What's your point? <laughs> so anyway, it shut down. I, you know, I had forgotten about the place. Until Saturday when this guy said, no, it's around here somewhere. And I, 
And I was like, what are you talking about? And so I look in the paper today. You're like, I live in the Tenderloin. I'm Mr. Tenderloin, motherfucker. If I say it's not here, it's not here. I know what goes on <laughs> and on every block of my area of town. This is my hood, You're bro. You're like the warden. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, believe it or not, I looked in the paper and uh, there's even an article about it in The Guardian. Apparently, the power exchange reopened on 34 Mason, which is like around Mason and Ellis, Mason Turk. Oh, it's following you around town. And then, it was, and then it was closed down. Residence. But it was only open for a few weeks. Didn't yeah. even know about this it. This article that you handed me said they're having permitting problems, which really are, you know, the neighborhood busybodies, the people who agitate whenever something happens that they don't like, even though they have no right to say anything, you know? But you'd think the Tenderloin is the perfect location for a sex club like the Power Exchange. Well, the Tenderloin's the only place where opening up a sex club like the Power Exchange will actually improve the, the, the stature of the neighborhood. I mean... It will improve the community. Yeah. Ba- yeah, maybe the bouncers will like keep the crackheads off of this eight-foot section of sidewalk in front of this legitimate business. Well, I mean, I can understand the outrage that would happen if it, they tried to open it up in like Pacific Whites or uh, you know, Pacific Noe Heights Valley. or uh, Noe Valley or somewhere like that. But uh, the, the Tenderloin, I mean, there's, there's people that smoke crack right on the sidewalk in the Tenderloin. There are and right next to that person smoking crack, there's somebody taking a shit right on the sidewalk. And then there's a, you know, a, pros- a transvestite prostitute sucking some guy's dick behind the dumpster. Yeah, so I mean, when, maybe you have a sex club, they could go inside the sex club and do that stuff. So why would you be, you know, upset or about, a, a you know, a, a venue where consenting adults can go have uh, consensual sex? Uh, myself, I wouldn't be, but you're asking me to speculate. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to understand the nature of this, uh, this, this backlash. Why well, I think a lot, of it is, a lot of it is just control, you know, these people... Um, Basically, the the other article you gave me, it's talking about Randy Shaw and uh, Jeff Buckley, who like lead these like uh, housing, you know, publicly paid for housing for homeless people and uh, down on their luck people, which I guess is fine. But um, could they be employed as like come mopper uppers? <laughs> I or know, something? you know, these come cleaners. Have jobs. <laughs> I can't imagine there's a large barrier to entry. You know, yeah, we need someone to wipe up the cum. Do you have a high school diploma? Yeah, you probably don't want this job. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not right for us. You're a little too overeducated. Yeah. Do you have a drug addiction? Okay, come right okay, in. Okay, you're in. All right, you're in. Um, but yeah, so it's a control thing. It's like they don't want anything happening in the neighborhood that they don't have a say about. Um, so it doesn't say they're shutting the thing down. They're just making them jump through all these permitting hoops and, like, you know, for endless weeks upon end. What kind of permits would they – I mean, so how the guy just kind of swooped into this place. Right. And just kind of opened it up. It was a bar before. Okay, it was a bar. So this guy buys the bar. And by the way, I don't know if you noticed the picture of the owner. Yeah. But he looks like the dude that was in The Wrestler. Randy the Ram. Randy the Ram. He looks just like him. He's got the same hair, like yeah, highlights. Yeah, bleached, permed uh, thing. He's kind of like wide in the shoulder. Even sort the of face. big guy. Yeah. He looks a little like Mickey. But, um, it's a movie treatment opportunity in that for Mickey. Well, that's a good idea. Sex or a, sc- or a screenwriter. Yeah. yeah. You know, sense. the little man <laughs> against, against City Hall. You could get, <laughs> if he was still alive, you could get, uh, what's his name to play it? The Frank Capra movie guy, what's his name? Who, um, Robert De Niro? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the Miracle on 34th Street guy, what's his name? Peter Billingsley. No, no, no. <laughs> um, you know, the guy was in uh, 
uh, It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I forget. I forget the guy's name. Right he was now. in all those uh, Hitchcock movies. Come on, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Well, I just want to open up my sex club, and <laughs> nobody will let me. <laughs> I, I just don't see what you have against a sex club. I'm just one man trying to open up a sex club and feed my children. That dude was a pervert. You saw Rear Window. Uh, <laughs> the porno version or the actual version? Both. He was in both, wasn't <laughs> yeah, he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> they were both disturbing. So anyway, this dude kind of he he sort of sneaks into uh, this 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 club, this abandoned bar or vacant bar. Or whatever. He really didn't sneak though. I mean, but he, he didn't make an announcement. There weren't ads in the paper. No, but uh, you know, I would have known about it. This he, is my neighborhood. You he forget. filed. He filed the permits, the required permits, and uh, you know, paid his rent to the landlord there. But he and... didn't have some big gala fair grand opening. Yeah, but that's not the law. <laughs> All right. So in the eyes of the law, it was legal for him to to purchase this uh, bar. Yeah. and then open up a sex club. Right, and he everything thought, was fine. He thought that you know the permit that the previous bar had was still valid. And so he could just start, you know... What, the liquor license? No, no, the, the, you have to get a permit for assembly, right, to a, like uh, have a place of assembly. So an orgy, you don't per- even understand- an orgy permit. <laughs> no, even if, you had a, even if you just opened up like a church, you'd have to get the same thing. Or any kind of a store. Any pl- probably not a store, because that's like transaction-based. But anytime you're going to have, like, people are going to come here in like a coffee shop. Like, you have to have a permit for assembly. Like, okay, this is a place where people are going to come hang out in groups. Pointless bureaucracy. It is. I mean, it's ridiculous. So anyway, the guy gets these permits. He, he's able well, he to thought, open. He thought the permits that the previous business had were valid. He tried to open. was open for a couple of weeks. And then the man came into, t- into this place and said, you know, that previous bar never had a permit. They were illegal, too. And it's like, well, why didn't you bust them? Why are you busting me? Because it's, it's a sex club. So, but was it the man Double that standard. did this, or were these bleeding heart act, like community activists? I think it was the man, but behind, standing behind the man are the community activists. Which I, I mean, it just blows my mind because you think San Francisco, you know, this bastion of, of uh, liberal behavior, right? You know, anything we take goes, all comers. We do not non-judgmentalism. Yeah, and it's like here they are. Well, we don't want a place where uh, you know people can have consensual sex behind closed doors. You know, we, we, we don't want, like, a kinky club in our town. But, yeah, we're totally tolerant about these guys smoking crack and dealing crack yeah, right on the they, street Yeah, they don't outside. like, A, you know, business owners, you know, capitalists, whatever. They don't like paying customers, you know, who, who actually have the funds to come and get their rocks off in the sex club. And I can't forget, I can't remember what the third thing was I was going to say. But just, uh, you know, yeah. But these people need to get the sand out of their goddamn if the guy opened okay? up, If the guy opened up a shooting gallery or, you know, needle exchange, they'd be totally fine with that. Yeah, if he opened up like a, yeah, you know what this guy should do? He should open up a sex club under the, the veil of an art studio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what he needs to do. He needs to say, okay, you know, it's, it's an art gallery, actually. Yeah. You know, those, those cum, stains, the cum stains on the wall. <laughs> that's a, um, uh, that's a, what, what's that guy's name? The guy that does all the... Um, Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock right there. <laughs> I just did a Jackson Pollock on the wall. <laughs> and upstairs is, uh, we're doing a performance art installation. It's called uh, 50 Homos Buggering Each Other. <laughs> or we Very also, avant-garde. Or we also call it Maplethorpe. <laughs> the Maplethorpe Room. You yeah. want to go see? It's an homage. <laughs> if you're a woman, you're going to be pregnant when you leave. 
<laughs> but no, I think the guy should do something like that. So is he going to fight the good fight? Is he, is he going to try to keep it open? There is a quote here that I didn't underline, but it says, um, he says, power exchange has always had good security. I mean, he's sort of talking about how it's not going to spill out into the street. And um, he says, you know, if it's just a matter what, of filing naked perverts running out the door, yeah, if, <laughs> attacking it's a, if people. it's a matter of filing the documents, he's going to file the documents and however many documents he has to file, he's going to do it. He's, you know, if they have to make small alterations for fire safety purposes, he's going to do that. But I think the, uh, what he's leaving unsaid is that if, if he just files document after document for a hundred years, you know, he's going to quit. If he de- if he determines that he's just being railroaded, which I think he probably is, which is probably what's going to end up happening. I hope the power exchange opens up, and I think every uh, tourist of San Francisco should go and uh, have sex in that place just to experience a sex club. Uh huh. You know, I think it's uh, why not? I mean, it's San <laughs> where are you going to find a woman? They said there's no women in there. Uh, you don't get. You're in the tenderloin. There's plenty do for the hire. Do. <laughs> Well, I'm only in San Francisco once. Uh, I guess I'll get buggered. (laughs) Well, people, uh, this is episode 195 here, Sick and Wrong. A quick recap of last week's show. Um, If you recall, Wackerly did a story about a dead census worker. I did a story about an Indian woman who had a nose full of maggots. Yes, Lakshmi Abai. I remember her correctly. And, uh, yeah. And a listener sent in a story about a uh, cop who who preferred bovine blowjobs. Which I'm saying, you know... I've never tried it, so I'm not going to knock it. Yeah. Wackerly was definitely more amenable to the bovine blowjobs than I was. Um, believe it or not, I came in first. My story, The Maggot Knows, won with 131 votes. People were disgusted by that. As soon as you hear the word maggot, people automatically recoil in horror. You know, That's true. It's just they're disgusted by maggots. They are disgusting creatures. But yet, a dude sticking his dick in a calf's mouth, only 54 uh, people voted for that for being the sickest story. Uh-huh. And uh, you came in uh, dead third there, Wackley. What the fuck? 38 votes. <laughs> People hate census workers. They do. Our fans are just I uh, miscalculated uh, by not taking that into account. Yeah. People, I'd be you, a horrible census worker. <laughs> you probably would be. You'd I did probably not be hanging, well. hanging in a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wackley and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. We present them here on the show. The audience votes. You can vote at sickandwrongpodcast.com. And the winner gets a case of beer. Or we throw in a wild card with a listener submission, which you can send to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. We received three really good listener submissions this week. One story has been all over the news recently. We kind of have to do it here on Sick and Wrong. <laughs> all over the news, like, come on the wall of the power exchange. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like <laughs> semen uh, coating the walls of the power exchange is this story. It's that yeah. popular. So, um, yeah, we're going to do three listener stories here for episode 195. Before we get to that... How about a word from our uh, beloved sponsor, AdamandEve.com? As you know, they bring, they bring you sick and wrong each week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we got this in the, the someone, uh, this girl Tessa emailed us this promo she made for us. I always appreciate when a sexy lady talks about dildos and buying dildos at AdamandEve.com here on the show because that kind of saves me from talking about it. It saves me from having to go find masturbation material on my own. Because like, you can use listen the call. to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so here, here's Tessa with her Adam and Eve promo for Sick and Wrong. Listen up, Sick and Wrong listeners. I'm sick of these small-ass dicks and one-minute men. So I went to adamandeve.com and ordered a little something to get my rocks off. I got 50% off and 
three free adult DVDs to get me warmed up. And on top of that, I got free shipping. Oh, <laughs> and Adam and Eve sent me a little something so sensual, I can't even mention it right now. All I did was type in diddle upon checkout. That's diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E pawn checkout. So, you may want to head over there and order a little something for yourself or for your girlfriend, wife, or just the girl that you're fucking. Stay sick and stay wrong. So, Wackerly, doesn't that make you want to go out and purchase a nice, warm, velvety penis sleeve? A fleshlight. <laughs> a fleshlight, you know, from adamandeve.com. Um, yeah, it does. So there you go, people. 50% off, free adult movies, sensual gift, and free shipping. Just use the word diddle. Thank you, Tessa, for sending in that uh, promo. We're going to be playing it quite frequently now because you have a very sexy voice. Well, Wackerly, I don't know if you started last week, but I'm going to kick off episode 195 with the most popular story of the week. It's about what, that. What are you doing? It's, it's my new uh, excited gesture. You can't say it's the most popular. The whole point of the show is to figure out which one is most popular. No, oh, the, the you're sickest. Saying, I'm saying this most story. Most exposure, right. Yeah, okay, it's the biggest it. story of the week. Because Sorry, I flew off the handle. <laughs> it's the coke I did. Makes me angry. We had about 60 people send in this story, so okay. I gave it to the first person that actually sent it in. And uh, it's about that horrorcore rapper who uh, killed some people in Virginia. Horrorcore. Horrorcore, horrorcore. Do you, is that a word, or do they just make this up? It, apparently, it's a new genre of okay. rap. All right. Um, Parker writes in, what the fuck is horrorcore? <laughs> anyway, the story's pretty fucked. I wish I could see the crime scene photos. So, I, you know, I had never heard of horrorcore either. And after uh, reading through the story, I'd liken it to the ICP and yeah. Sane Clown Posse yeah. style of music. The funny thing is, it's completely a racially uh, distinctive word. Because there's, there's black rappers that rap about, you know, killing people and murder what and about gang the violence boys? all the time. Remember yeah, the ghetto yeah, boys? Yeah. But that's not called horrorcore. That's like ghetto hip hop. I think that's called just normal life in the ghetto. Yeah, or or gang what gang, what a gangster rap. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. But if it's a white person, it's horrorcore. Horrorcore. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I wonder if these people idolize Dahmer. I mean, it sounds like they probably do. I think no, I actually don't. I think they're extremely homophobic. It's one of those, you know, testosterone-driven deals. So you're saying adolescent boys, but these are the type of people though that took the juggalo thing right. one step further. Yeah, and they might be self, it's in the same vein. They might be self-hating, self-denying homos themselves, but I don't think they would identify with Dahmer. They would identify with like Richard Ramirez. Ramirez, okay, There's right. someone who mutilates some bodies, or right. Ed Gein, maybe. Elizabeth McCutcheon and her friend were walking to a book club two weeks ago in quaint Farmville. Farmville, Virginia. Uh-huh. At the Walden Books, <laughs> where all they have is <laughs> issues or uh, whatever, copies of Twilight. And, That's what I was about to say. They're probably Ma- picking Maury up and me Twilight. And Tuesdays with Maury and seven fucking people you meet in heaven or whatever the fuck. They stroll by a home on First Avenue, and her friend said, something smells dead. They were thinking animal. 
dog, cat, maybe yeah. something like that. Rural Ohio, there's lots of dead animals. They never imagined that they were smelling the remains of massacred humans. Hmm. Richard Samuel McCroskey, number three, the third, a 20-year-old rapper here in the underground genre of horrorcore who sang of chopping people into pieces has been arrested in connection with the slayings. The crime scene was so horrifying, hence horrorcore, Right. Uh, police would not even describe it, saying only the victims had died of blunt force trauma. Wow. Have you seen a picture of this kid? Yeah, he's a ginger. ginger. He looks like a young carrot top. <laughs> but he's got like a bandana over his face right. and uh, tries to act all yeah. hard. I'd like him to put that. It's a red bandana, right? Yeah. I'd like him to go into East Oakland and like Serenia territory with that fucking thing on. <laughs> we'll see how horrified he is. The victims were Mark Niederbrock, 50 years old, a beloved pastor at a local church, his 16-year-old daughter, Emma, uh, Melanie Wells, Emma's 18-year-old friend from West Virginia, and Niederbach's estranged wife, Deborah Kelly, a professor at Longwood University. Both this of whole these, story is so white. It's so it's, <laughs> it's, it's like it's Caucasian. Snowball it's, it's very Caucasian. McCroskey versus the Niederbuyers and Niederbrocks. <laughs> McCroskey has been charged. Was there like an ounce of melanin in between any of those people? I, I imagine the Niederbrocks are all just super blonde, almost albino. Definition and of ginger. wasp. You look at them, they're just wasp. Yeah. It's well, like they're white. Yeah, but not, um, not the up, like, like Norwegian, you know? No, I mean, they're like uh, just that run-of-the-mill American white family. You know, and not even run-of-the-mill, like breadbasket. Like those, those like... Swedish and Norwegian and maybe a little bit of German farmers that all moved to the, the middle the, the of the mid, country. Yeah, yeah, the middle of the country and just started up a family. Yeah. Well, what's funny about it is the classic example of this pastor who has a daughter who's a gothic alternative chick. Uh-huh. And so she is a fan of the genre of horror And she met McCroskey through their mutual affection for the little-known music genre. He apparently is in a band, or he has his own, he does his own blend of horror hip-hop, uh-huh. and he goes by the name Psycho Sam. Hmm. A police said that Emma invited McCroskey to fly from his Northern California home, the guy's from Castro Valley. Fuck yeah. To stay with her in Virginia. The CV, bitches. And then attend the Strictly for the Wicked Festival, a horrorcore fest in Michigan, featuring bands with names like Dismembered Fetus and the Frozen Body Boy, P-H-R-O-Z-E-N. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an ICP offshoot. It's white people rapping about dismembering people. Isn't the frozen body boy Ted Williams? <laughs> oh, no, that's the frozen head baseball the player frozen guy. Head guy. I thought it was Walt Disney. <laughs> I am too. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's basically just a bunch of uh, white 20, you know, 15 to 20-year-old virgins who you know, rap about killing people. Dude, don't call them virgins. Some of them have date-raped their cousin. <laughs> You know what's funny, though, is there's a lot of uh, sick and wrong fans amongst these people. Oh, yes. I mean, uh, I love them. (laughs) (laughs) So McCroskey, a young guy, 20 years old, did not have a criminal record. He took delight in the blend of horror hip-hop that celebrated macabre killings. Some lyrics from one of his songs is, Last night, I was the murderous rage. Now I got to get rid of the bodies before the corpses start to get to rotting. That's one of his rap songs? Yeah. It doesn't rhyme. It doesn't rhyme. You what is this, like, you know, postmodern rap poem that <laughs> doesn't have to rhyme anymore? They're not, bound, they're not bound by conventions. 
This is the new genre, Wackley. Free your mind. No. <laughs> You'd be horrible at horror car. So authorities said they, they've not specified when the Virginia killings occurred, but at 4 a.m. Friday, a tow truck driver, and this is the best part of the story, was called out to help McCroskey whose car was stuck. Uh, the tow truck driver, Elton Napier, said McCroskey was wearing a black hooded sweatshirt mm-hmm. and, quote-unquote, was really smelling bad, like real bad. Yeah. I can't even describe it. Well, he's just got that general ginger smell to begin with, but even worse than that, I assume he's, you're saying? Yeah, he's got uh, you know, guts all over him. Yeah. Uh, when McCroskey hopped onto Napier's flatbed, the tow truck driver said he started gagging from the odor and immediately had to roll down the windows. Mm-hmm. So this I- <laughs> A huge fat tow truck driver in Michigan is telling you you smell bad. Yeah, he says that's saying something. I just held my head out the window so the wind would hit me in the face. I mean, you've you've gotten a tow in Michigan before. Oh yeah, right? and I've smelled the inside <laughs> of that the, 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 the tow truck, and it just smells it's like awful. Newports and cheeseburgers and, and rotten B.O. milk. And fart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this um, kid smells worse than that. He says I held my window out, my head out the window so the wind would hit me in the face. That was the stinkiest rascal I've ever smelled. Rascal. I imagine <laughs> I imagine Elton here has smelled some stinky rascals in his time. Yeah. I would have made him ride in the car that was being towed. Have you ever had to do that? You know, you ride with a tow truck driver and it's just awkward usually. I've actually never had a car towed. You've never had to, to ride in the front seat? Um, I keep driver? my cars maintained properly and they don't break down. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had it happen to me like two or three well, times. Well, what, what does that say? <laughs> So uh, what happened is McCroskey eventually caught a cab to the Richmond International Airport. Uh, by mid-afternoon that same day, police found the bodies at the home on First Avenue. They were actually tipped off by another horrorcore fan mm-hmm. who had read about McCroskey bragging about these killings on a forum. Hmm. Uh, what police, forum was that? <laughs> I wonder. You know, that's why I, at first it was funny because at first when I was reading this, I was like, "Oh my god, dude, this guy's going to be a sick and wrong fan." A little yeah. panic went through me. Right. So I was thinking, this is going to be so. Huge for the show, but at the same time, <laughs> in reality, in a negative, and, and, and ne- it's going to negatively impact our success. Somebody was asking when the show is going to end. That would probably end the show. Could you imagine, though? I mean, I guess all publicity is good publicity. But if this kid was like, yeah, I love Sick and Wrong. I've listened to every single episode in two weeks. And then went out and killed a pastor and his family. And like for three days of the trial, it was like publicized that he was a big fan of the show. And like, you know, they tried to make it seem like we influenced him to kill all these people. We'd be like Rob Halford on trial or Ozzy. Uh, no, we wouldn't. But just without the money? Like, no, or talent <laughs> or like any artistic value. You know, at least they could get up there and be like, well, you know, this is music and we really believe in it and we're, we're professional musicians and we're very good at our craft. I mean, what, what can we say? Oh, we're nerds who make fun of people for free. Yeah, no, we talk about this shit every <laughs> week and laugh about it and make it seem really funny and cool. We didn't mean to make him do it. <laughs> so um, the, the kid was being led to jail. McCroskey told reporters who were asking him why he did this. He said, Jesus told me to do it. What? That's what he said. <laughs> Which I think is great, actually. I did not expect actually. that. I wouldn't expect that either. You'd think he would say something like, ah, Satan took me over. You know, I'm doing it for or Satan, my something, father. You know, nihilistic, like or something kind of nothing matters and why nobody told ghetto, me to do anything. Like something hard, like you know that, uh, that like he did it for he, his dead homies. There's something like that <laughs> in Castro say, Valley. Jesus <laughs> told me to do it through a lot of people for a loop. Yeah, that's all. I'm do you saying. think he's fucking with everybody? 
I'm hoping he's fucking with everybody. I'm hoping he's not. I'm hoping he really is this twisted. So you think he's like this crazy religious person who at well, the just same confused. time has Maybe homicidal twi- twi- impulses? So, yeah, when talking about the horrorcore genre, twisted probably isn't the right word because I'm sure they use that as a compliment. But they spell it T-W-I-Z-T-I-D. Yeah, twisted. confused is probably the word confused. I want to say. Like, I, hope he's, I hope he's just, you know, raging hormones, fucked in the head, confused. I don't know. You know, I seriously, it's like I think most gingers should just stick to what they know, like either being Ronald McDonald or prop comedians. I think they should stay out of the music business. I'm trying to think of something else, but that's probably it. Yeah, Ronald McDonald or prop comedian. Ron Howard made good. Oh yeah, I forgot he. Is and I would ginger. like to exclude any ginger women because that's yeah, ginger women enjoying, are hot. Yeah, yeah, enjoyable, enjoying. So on the sick and wrong star scale, it's kind of I would break this the story. I mean, obviously, here's something about this. Wow, this guy killed five people. I'd rank it a little bit higher. And no details. 20? No details. He's only charged with one murder: the murder of the uh, pastor. But three people are dead. Four people are dead. Four people. Four Three people. other people. And uh, I'm going to give this a 4.75. The details will come out. The details will. But um, right now, it's just, being that cops didn't even want to describe it, I'm giving it a 4.75. I would give it a 4.75, but I'm going to give it a 5, because he's going to get the shit raped out of him in prison. <laughs> like, more than any, he's going to have the world record for just... Anal tearing and frequency. He's going to have like three Guinness Book of World Record records for prison rape. Yeah, but he might be like Rorschach in prison because Rorschach was a ginger. Remember in The Watchmen? Yeah, no, I remember, but I, I just don't believe it. You don't think he's going to be that tough? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> You're so. You're in here with me. No. <laughs> he, yeah, uh, he's going to. He, he should get his asshole sewn shut and have a colostomy bag installed. If I were him, that's what I would do. Yeah, Before but they probably still prison. fuck the hole that the colostomy bag was put in. It's know, better. There's not there. as many nerves. <laughs> it doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, th- he's going to be uh, turned into a bitch probably about 10,000 times. He's going to be turned into more than a bitch. He's not, you know, a bitch implies that you like take care of your bitch, you know. He's going to be turned into a fucking sex doll. <laughs> yeah, he's 20 years old. A cum rag. 20 years old. Oh, man. Uh, I, ho- well, I hope, you know, I hope he gets the book thrown at him, but I hope during sentencing they have some type of leniency. I don't know. I think Or this consideration, guy... not leniency, consideration for where they put him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Listen to his music. I think the guy needs to suffer. Oh, does he deserve yeah. it? I, I think he needs music. to suffer. Okay, I still so, give it a five. All right, you give it a five. We'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. What do you have here for episode 195? Yo, my question is, has Wackily ever shit-bombed D? <laughs> Signed the <laughs> Has ever what? Shit-bombed. Shit-bombed. Have I? Uh, I've dropped ass shit, around What is, is shit-bombing just like I don't think sharding so. in the room? No, I think it's much worse than that. Should I just get into the story and right. answer later? We'll, we'll figure this out. We'll figure it out. Uh, a Canadian story. We haven't known one of those in a while. Edmonton. I have no idea where that is. Never been there. It's Alberta. in the center, right? Yeah. Uh, I may or may not do an accent. It just depends how I feel once the quotes come up. But um, there's a seriously disturbed convict at the Edmonton Institution, which I guess is a prison. It's just called the Edmonton Institution. It's capitalized. Is that what they call prisons there? And he's pleaded guilty to assault with a weapon. Uh, at court Friday, this would be last Friday... 
Uh, the court heard Curtis Dale Hill, who's 29, not a young fellow for prison, on prison terms, right? Quite an old fellow. Uh, he said further outstanding charges against him for doing similar attacks at the Edmonton Remand Center. <laughs> How long has this guy been in prison? I think he's been in and out. You ever okay. watch Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> yeah, I've seen Trailer Park Boys. It's probably my favorite comedy show of all time. Well, the whole point of the show is they keep going in and out of prison in every season. Uh, so I kind of think he's this guy. Actually, I, the reason I like this story is because it's just like an episode of Trailer So he's Park a perpetual Boys. criminal here. And he's always in jail. And he's always fucking about a boot. He's fucking, fucking a boot. boot. In, um, Just a, he's a ne'er-do-well. He's a, attacking An people. interminable ne'er-do-well. He's attacking other prisoners and the guards, right? Um, the court heard the Halloween assault. This most recent one was a Halloween assault on Ron Booten. And it happened about 2.30 p.m. on October 31st of 2008. So almost a year ago. Not quite. 11 months. While Hill was locked up in the prison segregation unit, which means you're fucking around to begin with, right? They put you yeah, by yourself. Yeah, well, they have to separate you from the general pop. Right. Which, I mean, I love being alone and just doing my own thing, but I think when you're in prison and the only thing you ever have to do is talk to other people, it kind of sucks to be segregated. That's what I've heard. Booten was doing a routine visit of the segregation unit to speak with the inmates about any concerns they had. So Canadian people are really polite. Yeah, I was about to say out there, do the even US, in prison. Do the U.S. wardens ever do some some type of uh, humane act like that? No, they just uh, rape you with a fucking toilet plunger. Yeah, and I just <laughs> I, I could see U.S. wardens doing anything, or give like you that. a blanket party. But in Canada, you know, they come around like, "Hey, yo, uh, how are you doing there? Would you like a beer? Would you like a beer, some back bacon? Uh, me and the boys out in the you know guard shack have been cooking some up, and we thought you guys looked hungry in here. You cold? You need a toque? <laughs> <laughs> or we could just turn the thermostat up in the jail here. I know, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> you know. The, the Canucks are playing. You want us to wheel the TV around here, and you guys can watch the hockey game? <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, you know, no good deed goes unpunished, even in Canada. It's a okay, law of the well. universe. Because when Booten got to Hill's cell, the inmate called to him in a low voice, and the warden leaned in closer to hear him. Hey, uh, could you come down here and listen to my problem? I don't want the other inmates to hear about it or nothing. It's kind of personal. And so Booten put his ear down to the hole, you know, where they pass the food. So in it's just like a little, uh, like a rectangle... So yeah, yeah, like, it's where yeah, they slide, the, they slide the food tray in with the poutine, you know, and the coffee. So and he leans uh, in. Yeah, and so Booten leans in because he's a polite Canadian prison guard. Hill threw a small milk carton filled with his own fecal matter at the warden <laughs> through the, tray op- the food tray opening. However, the feces didn't make it through the opening and landed on the shelf. Which is a pretty good shot when you think about it, you know? Wait, he threw it through the food opening and didn't even hit the guy? Well, it kind of hit the edge of the opening and then, like, landed on the shelf. But um, some splattered on Booten. Okay, so, so he, did, he did get some splatter. Yeah, a little bit of splatter. Probably however, ruined his tie. However, Hill then reached out, grabbed the carton, threw it again at the warden, striking him squarely in the chest. Ah. Said, uh, some guy is reporting on this that I have no idea who it is. The fecal matter sprayed on the warden's chest, ran down his leg, and onto his shoes, causing $500 in damage. That's Canadian dollars. 
to Dude, his clothing does, and footwear. How much does a J.C. Penney suit cost? It's not a suit. It's the whole guard, uh, you know, prison guard thing. The prison guard uniform, I think. Oh, they the, the warden wears a uniform. I thought that guy would wear a cheap suit. Well, maybe you're right. I guess I missed that. Point. Apparently not. Maybe he's 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 going for Armani. It's like the Carna- uh, the Armani Carnadian. Exchange, Carnadian Armani, Carmanian. So um, coated in feces, just totally coated. I'm sure some hit him in the mouth because the milk thing explodes, right? I'm, and shit know, goes everywhere. How much feces? Is it like a quart? No, it's a quart I think of feces? It's, it's. I think it's a single serving. Okay, so it's still, a single, but still, know, that's a lot of uh, a lot of poo to be a lot of poo smashed in the chest with, right? It's brilliant though. Hill then yelled, a "Poo grenade." <laughs> Hill then yelled at the other inmates in the unit. I shit bombed the warden, eh? <laughs> So, so that's the funny thing. It's not that he's crazy. He's doing it for glory. So he's doing it uh, to boost his reputation. For glory. He's doing it for glory. For shits and giggles. Yeah, no pun intended. But so I'm wondering, though, uh, so shit bombing is just basically throwing... Th- that must be like a, pr- a common prison act. Like a common prison term. I don't know if it's common, but I think it's Hill's specialty. Because uh, <laughs> other prisoners asked him whether he'd done it. They yelled out. He replied, yeah, I had a cupful ready for him. So he'd been bragging about this. Yeah, he's also facing mischief and assault charges for doing similar attacks at the Edmonton Remand Center on July 6th and August 12th. In the first attack, Hill caused damage to some walls to some walls after chasing an inmate with a carton of feces, but missing when he threw it at him. He hadn't perfected his technique yet. In the I, second, I would run, too, by the, the way. The second incident involved him... Can you guess what it involved? <laughs> I imagine it involved feces. You're correct. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. I knew it involved it. him filling a plastic pop bottle with a mixture of feces and urine. So do you still get a point for a that? A plastic... I'm deducting half your points because there was urine and feces in the pop bottle. Pop bottle, eh? You want some yeah, pop? Yeah, but maybe that's part of the mixture. Maybe he's making some other kind yeah, of variation Yeah, who's to say there wasn't pee bomb. in the other ones, you know, but the consistency was different. He, uh, This is pretty great, actually. <laughs> he put it in a plastic pop bottle, like a 20-ouncer. Uh, had the urine in it, so maybe it was a little more fluid. Maybe it's all part of the plan. And then he attached a tube so he could send the disgusting mixture into a cell by placing it under the door. <laughs> so he, he, it's like a squirt bottle. This guy has ingenuity. He's like the MacGyver of uh, poop criminals. Yeah. I don't think he's going to use poop to escape from prison, but it's going to be all you never know. everybody else in there by the end of the year. He might just year. slide under the doorway. Yeah. Grease himself up with poop. You know, this guy was that guy in high school that uh, probably ended up uh, flunking out of school in like sophomore year, but he was the guy that during every assembly would be making fart noises under his arm Yeah, before he get kicked out. He was the guy who wore sweatpants to school every day. Sweatpants, yeah. Purple sweatpants with a hole in the knee. Had horrible acne. And a box of rubber bands just to like shoot him at all the other kids. Had no care about ever... Uh, laying a woman or even the touch of a woman because it would never happen no and he'd accepted his fate which i think you know we always tell people to what get into a band or get into sports and fucking fuck as many girls as you can in high school yeah there's certain people where you should just give up and become the class retard well because you know you know, be remembered for that you're fated you're destined to be in prison and then in prison you can be the prison clown right you know which is obviously what this guy aspires to and be and you might as well be the you know notorious for being a clown and while you're in high school too yeah <clears throat> I, I could see that so uh sick and wrong star scale you gotta admire this guy's ingenuity i wonder if because you know there's this big question whether prison really rehabilitates criminals or if it just hardens them 
Yeah. So I wonder if he's perfected or just even come up with this whole poo shenanigans in jail or if he was, you know, a dilettante when he was on the outside of poo-based mischief. I think, you know what I think it is? I think he was a dilettante of mischief on the uh, outside. Poo-based or not? Not poo-based. I, I just think general mischief. But in, think he's prison, in prison, he's resourceful, uses what he has on hand. Yes. And what else is just disgusting? Obviously, he's going to make people cringe. Poo. So I, I think your theory, which is probably the correct one, leads to you know the conclusion that he's not a scatophile or whatever you want to call no, it. No, I don't think he's a fecophile. He's just, think- uh, you know... He only has so much to work with in there, and if he had other things to work with, he would I'm sure he's so. done his fair share with semen and snot. <laughs> you know, but it's just like poo is just easier. It's probably it's easier there. to throw. It's yeah. there. You Dude, produce gonna it flush on a it daily down. basis. You flush it down the toilet and waste a perfectly good resource. How long would it take to fill a milk carton full of cum? A long time. A long time. A long time. Whereas this guy could probably fill it with poo in two days. I don't know. Sick yeah, stars maybe scale. one day, depending on what you're eating. <laughs> the prison food probably scale. makes you shit a lot. If you had got the guy in the face, I would have given him five stars. I, I think, think some did hit him in the face, but not. he didn't hit him square. Square in the, in the face when he bent down to listen right. to him, I would have okay, given fine. it five. I'm giving it 4.5. I know it's a bit harsh, but that's what I feel is necessary. I'm giving it 4.6 just for his creativity and history with the, the shit mischief. You got to admire that shit mischief. I do. It's, it's amazing. All right. Uh, the third story we got here for episode 195 comes courtesy of Phil. He writes in, I think Wackerly should have a gold grill. Love the show. Phil. A golden grill. A golden grill. All right. I'm going to let know, you explain um, what that means. He actually means. does. He's just not wearing it when he does the show. I don't think he, you don't wear it in the pictures. On the I wear it to either. blend in when I'm in Oakland just yeah. to keep a low profile. Because in Oakland, you'd stand out if you didn't have one. Yeah. But you don't have a gold grill like the kind of golden grills that they have in Cape Town. No, I just have like two teeth. Dental modification is a teenage rite of passage for some in Cape Town. It's one that's been around for 60 years. They talk about this kid, a laughing young man who has a perfect set of teeth. His golden incisors glinting in the sunlight. (laughs) Uh, Suddenly he pops out a pair of dentures revealing a gap-toothed smile. The four upper front teeth missing a common sight amongst mixed-race Capetonians that has spawned outrageous myths and stereotypes. They say it's a fashion. Um, It's the goddamn mulattoes, is that what you're saying? (laughs) You know what they call them in South Africa? They call them coloreds. Mixed-race South Africans known as coloreds. Which is funny because that's what my great-grandma, who was incredibly racist, would call black people. It's a horribly racist term. That's why I don't understand why. But it's it sounds been like they, they're not. In, they're not calling black people coloreds. They're calling mixed people race. mixed races, so like mulattoes. But is, <laughs> isn't mulatto supposed that's also to be a, not supposed to be? A, yeah, that's also not appropriate. So someone who has a mixed race, it's like uh, they, they, they call they refer to them as coloreds here in right. South Africa. But I mean, that could be like uh, you know a person who's half white, half Chinese. Uh-huh. A person who's half white, half black. A person right. who's half white, half Indian, or yep. Indian Chinese. Eskimo and Chinese. Eskimo. There's no Eskimos in South Africa, are there? I'm just saying, if it there was be. one, and they made it with another race, it would be colored. So one of the most enduring images of mixed race South Africans known as colored is the frequent absence of their front teeth, a mystery to many, but popularly believed to facilitate oral sex. My question is, for whom? <laughs> 
If okay, if you didn't have your front, it's teeth... it's men we're talking about, right? Okay, but I mean, let's say you're really missing your something. three front teeth. Uh huh. Would you be able to give a girl? Would it enhance your oral sex abilities with a girl? Are all these people gay? No, I'm saying with a girl. Like <laughs> I know, you, but like it just I'm... doesn't seem like it. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. But, to think but about I think it, the though, implication is that these guys are all sucking dick. I'm thinking though, a lot of girls complain about teeth. I've never had teeth one complain painful. about teeth, but I have a perfect think about, technique. <laughs> think about a soft gum and your tongue. I think you'd probably be the ultimate. I'd be better. You'd probably be the ultimate pussy licker. Because you wouldn't have to watch out for the teeth. You could just go for it. So that's what I'm saying. Go for the senior citizens, ladies. They can lick a mean pussy. I wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what the best thing to do is? The alphabet. Yeah, yeah. Where it you works. Like go through each, and you know, it, I was completely skeptical, but it works. And probably now that my girlfriend knows about it, she's getting thinking about it. I always it. thought that was and a myth, she's though. Gonna it's kind of common. Did you read that in a penthouse? A long time ago, but it works. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard it worked. Have you tried it? I usually just spell out you know, Seinfeld <laughs> with my tongue. <laughs> oh, my God. The trend of pulling out your teeth here and giving oral sex is referred, it's referred to as the passion gap. Or the Cape Flat Smile, which I guess uh-huh. is a uh, popular neighborhood. I think, I mean, before you said any of this, I was going to say that it was probably like the Tufts at one point, you know, got their teeth knocked out, roustabouting, <laughs> fighting around the Cape Town. The roustabouts. And, uh, you know, they would get gold teeth to replace them, and then it became like a status symbol, and then, you know, people just did it even if they didn't get their teeth knocked out. Well, they say it's uh, it's an, a, a six That seems much more likely. Well, they say it's a six-year-old practice. Like, dental modification in Africa is historically found with tribal people, hmm. including the filing of teeth and ornamentation. Uh-huh. But then I think it's just like this, this uh, tradition here was perverted and used to kind of uh, was adopted by like the new ghetto community. Uh-huh. And there's like this kind of hip hop ghetto community they're using it to seem hard or to seem right. you Well, know, they do that here too. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole like I, I mean, I love it. I, I love it when people who are below the poverty line are buying jewelry. <laughs> jewelry yeah, to wear <laughs> their teeth. And just stuff to like, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like flashy accoutrements and rims for their cars. When it's like, like do you sh- ever think about going to college? Or, or maybe like feeding your children. Feeding your children, yeah. How about that? <laughs> but so in contrast, though, to what happens here amongst the ghetto youth here is the Cape Town trend preceded hip-hop culture. Oh. Um, 60 years. Yeah, that's way before yeah. any type so of So they preceded music. them of uh, wearing diamond grills on their teeth. Which is, I mean, this is the diamond grill, or what's known as the grill, is actually, it's not, it's, it's not real teeth. It's removable gold or caps, right? I mean, it's like a bridge. Yeah, well, see, the people in Oakland, by, They're not when, I, when I say people, out. I mean the blacks. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like a covering. It goes over your teeth. You can take it off and your teeth are still there. Yeah, okay. So they, they go in there and they buy a covering to put, like, you know, that, what was that store? Is it still there on Broadway? In the Gold Teeth Master. The Gold Teeth Master. Yeah. I'm going to go ask this guy tomorrow. I, that's what I'm wondering. Like, do you and go then in I'm there? Run away because I'm a honky. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to wear a helmet. Like, thrill seekers. You should see how much he would charge a honky to get a gold girl. It would probably be like when you tried to go get your hair dreaded from that real African braid place, oh, and they yeah. just sent you away. No, they You're just like, started laughing. Or when you and I tried to buy the velvet planing of that big lion, and the guy oh, was yeah, like, yeah, $5,000. Uh, we're just not 
wanted customers of those so businesses. is it more gangster though to actually rip your teeth out or have a dentist pay a dentist to remove your healthy teeth and replace them with gold fillings gold teeth actually your gold dentures of course it is i mean Th- why so that's more gangster that yeah <laughs> so then why it's are like the- getting your face tattooed versus getting you know a tattoo that you can cover up with a shirt yeah, like I, I I'm never gonna sense. get a motherfucking job, bitch. But I just wonder how many gangsters in Oakland would say, "You want me to do what with my teeth? Nah, nah, nah. I can put the golden girl on. I can take it off. I can take it off. <laughs> get a job at McDonald's." <laughs> so dentists in South Africa are actually ethically barred from uh, removing teeth, but apparently it hasn't stopped a lot of them. A lot of dentists, um, you know, they make a lot of extra money. You mean there's people? <laughs> there's people in South Africa willing to engage in black market activities. Yep, it, it apparently it happens every now and then. Yeah. But it, you know, it's it's not all smi- it's not all golden smiles. Uh, Ronald De Villiers here, forty five years old, lost all his teeth after he initially putting gold dentures, which infected the rest of his mouth. This is That's a common gross. occurrence. He said his eleven year old and fourteen year old kids had uh, already um, had already had theirs out to look a bit prettier, and says it's easy to find a dentist to pay a bit extra to remove the healthy teeth. Huh. I don't know. Um, I just want to look a bit prettier, Papa. They feel it's a I can't form do of... the South African. Can you do the South African accent? Well, these these are like uh, it's kind of like a patois. I don't think this is just the regular like you know Afrikaner accent you saw in District Nine. Uh-huh. I, I think this is like that. some kind of uh, African like patois, like a uh-huh. reggae person speaking. Uh-huh. It. All right, but you know I don't know about those the 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 colored people of South Africa. <laughs> They claim it's a form of identity. If you look at the colored people, they're a hodgepodge of everyone that, that uh, came in. They couldn't claim any of those ancestries of their own, so they create their own people. Okay, which idiotic bullshit sociologist came up with that? A sociologist named uh, Johannes Friedling. <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to root themselves, as all people do throughout the centuries. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. So on the sick and wrong scale. They like scale, the look of it, and it's like, you know. No, they look pimp and guaranteed. They're, they're not thinking about, like, we're forming our own uh, identity here, cultural identity. They're thinking, I look like a pimp now. I look like I'm, I'm, I'm basically uh, I'm maintaining this pretense that I'm wealthy. Right. And, uh, signaling. Are, there, is, signaling. there is a bullshit sociology term that I agree with. It's signaling. You're signaling to chicks that you want to fuck. I have money to waste on this pretentious, useless shit in my this mouth. frivolous expenditure. They don't Look even, at me. And they Let's don't even sex. understand that that's what they're doing, but that's what they're doing. They're signaling to women or men if they're swing that way. Exactly. And, uh, but, um, it has nothing to do with rooting themselves culturally. Like, oh, I feel so... Uh, yeah, I just don't feel like I'm rooted, common, rooted culturally here. I, I don't identify with the blacks or the whites because I'm identity. cultured. I need to have a common culture. No, no, no. I don't know. You know, I, I feel there's easier ways to signal chicks. Personally, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd rather you know, I'd rather get my dick tattooed than rip out my teeth and replace them with gold dentures. But getting your dick tattooed is a horrible way to signal because by the time they're looking at your dick. Why do yeah, you I guess signaling? okay. I guess you would. All right, all right. I'd rather get my neck tattooed. You should probably move out of the shitty neighborhood, <laughs> get a real job. <laughs> uh, you know, clothe and, and drive shoot your a nice, kids. Yeah, actually, drive a nice car. Maybe yeah. that would work. Or maybe you know, drive a shitty car, but that's why you can afford a home of your own and so, get off welfare. If you're going to rate this, rank this story here, 
They're ripping out. They're, they're, they're paying a dentist. They're not ripping them out themselves, themselves and replacing them with gold teeth. They're True. paying a dentist. They're finding a crooked dentist that's actually willing to take money to remove healthy teeth right. and replace them with gold teeth. In my mind, I find that completely sick and wrong. I'm going to give this a five. And it's kind of like the it's whole... It's high. It's a high-ranked story for me because I'm disgusted by teeth. I know. Well, everybody has that nightmare where all your teeth fall out, right? Or they yeah. grind to dust. My teeth are hurting right now. I hate the dentist. I, you know, teeth frighten me. Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of like the abortion thing, right? If they make... Abor- I like abortions, though. They, 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 they save me money and time. No, yeah, but I'm saying abortion should be legal. Exactly. So people can have them done professionally and not get infected and die. Yes. And it sounds like what's happening in, in Cape Town is that this is illegal or frowned upon or something so they're ethically barred from doing yeah only the shady dentists are doing this and people's you know are getting botched tooth operations and could you imagine dating a girl it's just like what what happened to your teeth Uh it's like you're making out with her she's 22 years old and all her teeth come out in your mouth (laughs) are the women doing this too yeah men and women huh well that makes me rethink the whole oral sex thing (laughs) because from a male point of view i can see it i'll give it four and a half all right well, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. People, go vote. SickerOnPodcast.com. You can decide which story won episode 195. Wackerly, we are running out of time. We're getting towards the end of the show. Uh, we have some phone calls to the Sickerong hotline at 206-666-3846. And we also have a couple of emails that came in to SickerOnPodcast at Hotmail.com. One fan is hopping mad and has an issue he wants to discuss with us. With you or me? Both of us. Great. We're going to have to get to that in a second. Cool. Uh, right before we get to phone calls, how about another word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Hello, it's Mini Trucker Paul. From now on, call me Big Mac. And go to AdamandEve.com and type in the entry code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, for all your in-the-bed needs. Honey, I'm going to AdamandEve.com. Shut up, bitch. Well, if you haven't already... I think right now is a damn good time to buy yourself a dildo. I think everybody's bought dildos. I think we need to move on to cock rings. Cock rings. All right. You know what? We're never going to mention dildos here on the show. But it's cock uh, rings. anal beads. There's, there's, a, there's a multiplicity of items you can buy on AdamandEve.com. Right, but we want people to operate in an orderly manner. So this week, eh, what, cock rings or anal beads? How about this? Cock ring special right now at AdamandEve.com. 50% off when you use the word diddle. <laughs> Cock ring special, get yourself a cock ring. Do you have that kind of power where you can just set Adam and Eve's deals like that? Dude, yeah, I'm, I'm in there. I'm <laughs> just in. use diddle. Yeah. You have 50% off your cock ring. You know, they invited me to a private party. at. Uh, at actually, they invited both of us to a private party at the World Blogosphere Conference in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, I think it's next week. I was going to go until you said the word blogosphere. <laughs> now I'm not. But yeah, they invited both of us. I bet you most of the, as, wi- as most of the women there are going to be blogosphere shaped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. But anyway, go buy yourself a dildo. Adamy.com. No! Okay, cock I'm ring. Cock ring. I'm sorry. <laughs> cock rings. Cock rings. Right now, 50% off. Get yourself a cock ring. And you need multiple cock rings because sometimes you have thick days, thin days. Sometimes you want the feel of brass. Sometimes you need soft, a pink one. Sometimes you need a fuzzy rabbit for one. Yeah. yeah. So go get yourself a cock ring. Adamy.com. Use the word diddle. Well, actually, we did get a number of phone calls. 206-666-3846 is the sick and wrong hotline. Uh, why don't we get to call number one? What's up? Filthy Jew lover and Lance. 
How you guys doing? It's Fester. Okay, I think you guys totally missed the point from uh, the third story from last week. Obviously, we were just looking at the founding of a new uh, a new industry, and that would be cum-fed veal. I, for one, can't wait to not try it. That's about it. You guys are funny and gross. Okay, bye. Cum-fed veal. Uh-huh. We did miss the point. I never even <laughs> thought about that. It's a new industry. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if that would enrich the flavor. Oh, I'm sure it would. Yeah, the purest know. of proteins. If you're not talking about my gum, which is toxic, <laughs> it's full of alcohol it's, and yeah, fast it's, food. It's like risky, rotten meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the cow was red, <laughs> raised completely fine, but it was fed on wackerly cum. <laughs> wackerly cum, and like, now look at it. It looks like waste. the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> But so you know, I did. I didn't even think about that. Do you think this guy was just like, I want to rear some uh, cum-fed cows? No, he didn't rear them. He got a blowjob. Yeah, but do you think he, in his mind he was like, eventually I'm going to eat these cows and uh, they're going right. to taste that much better? But he didn't want to rear them. No, he wasn't going to rear them. But he probably. Do you think he wanted to eat them? No. <laughs> He's just a pervert. <laughs> All right, you gross. missed the point, have Fester. Eat, have you ever eaten veal before you were a no, vegetarian? I never have. It's really gross. It's a baby cow. I saw that South Park episode. It's like. You know, I like I eat steak, but it's so tender; it's almost like gelatinous. And you really do think that like this thing just came out of the womb and they chopped its head off and cooked it. Well, if like cannibalism was accepted, you know, that'd be like eating a baby. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, like tender baby flesh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I think I think uh, Fester over here missed the point. Yeah. That dude's just a pervert, okay, buddy? What, what do we have for call number two? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ, what was that? I think it was like a gaggle of geese. I thought it was that horrorcore rapper killing those people. <laughs> <laughs> or rapping. Let's find out. Hey, Dean Lance. Um, <clears throat> this is Terminator calling you. Um, I had something to... Gross. Or, I guess, sick and wrong to tell you. Oh, there's a fucking cop. Anyhow, um, <laughs> lay down, Jenny. It's, uh, what the fuck? It's like 3.30 in the morning, and me and my BFF, Jenny, are just, uh, driving home from the bars, and we spent the entire fucking day together, and she just now told me that, um, <laughs> she got pissed off at the night shift at her work, and so to get back at them, she stuck the pins that they used to do their charting with up her ass. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. Stuck the pins up her ass. Um, like where they chew on them. Because why why would you do this, Jenny? Why why do they piss you off so much? <laughs> okay. <laughs> because they're psycho fucking bitches. Anyhow this is just like the most disturbing thing I've heard all day, so I thought I'd share it with you and um <laughs> Yeah. I love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. I don't know about you, Wackley, but that's kind of hot. My pen, my work pen, up a hot chick's ass? Yeah, no, it's kind of hot. And I've actually seen pictures of, well, of Dermator, obviously, but her friend, which I think is probably this night, because you see them both in the car drinking beer, and Dermator's labeled the pictures as 
drinking and driving or something. Which, by the way, Duramater, serious business. Yeah, I know. I mean, she, like, you can hear her saying on the call, like, oh, there's a cop. I better watch out or she, lay down. She sounds from... a bit professional. I think she does this on a regular basis. Really? Or cackling with laughter and calling in this retarded, calling into a podcast, drunk. And like weaving around the streets and cackling with laughter about a girl that shoves pens. She's up gonna her end asshole. up, you know, best case scenario in jail for the night. Worst case scenario, she's gonna be wrapped around a telephone pole. Yeah, no, I, I guess uh, she lives on the edge. The I razor's drink, edge. I, I drink and drive, but there's rules, right? Well, I mean, back I usually, roads. Yeah, it's back roads. I usually only do when I have to, but I imagine uh, what do you expect to do? Take the bus? You're right. Yeah, you know that's gonna suck. So think about it though. Would you be opposed? Let's say, you know, in your office, there's some girl that hated you, one of the new hot secretaries. And you Imagine found that. Out, <laughs> and you found out from a coworker, it's like, dude, I heard a nasty rumor that uh, she was sticking the pens in your pen holder right. up her asshole. The pen that you chew on. That is fucking gross and disgusting. And I'm going to take these pens to the bathroom and... Quote, wash them off. <laughs> with saliva. <laughs> no, <but> the, <clears throat> the thing is with a guy, I guess I can see what she was saying, how it's the grossest thing. I'm kind of disturbed by it. Because she's sure, a girl. Yeah, I'm sure the women who stick the, or who actually chew on these pens with the bits of fecal matter in them, I'm sure okay. they... <laughs> the, the bits of fecal matter thing is not, <laughs> doesn't turn me on. You just push it over the line. I'm just saying if this girl had a clean ass with a pen in it, I'd stick it in my mouth. And I'm going to assume it's clean. All I got to say, I put my tongue in worse places. Red-blooded hetero men, we like everything down there. All the parts. Both holes, we would do way worse things than that. There's three holes. Yeah. The pee hole. The pee hole, too. I forgot about that. The baby hole. And my tongue has been in each and every hole. Yeah. And and actually... I kind of had some movement in the nether regions when I heard about this and just thought about this girl sticking a pen in her asshole. Well, you're thinking about Duramater, though. Both of them at the same time, <laughs> yeah. exchanging pens back and forth. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's hot. I just came with pens. So, Duramater, um, please give us a call and let us know if uh, some scissoring occurred. And if you don't do that, could you send us more booze? <laughs> yeah. And a couple naked pictures, because you owe us. All right, what's the last call we got here for call number, uh, for episode 195? Sick and wrong. This is Jesse from Minnesota. I was just going to give you a little personal sick and wrong story. Well, it's not really personal, but when I was in eighth grade, I had a, there was a teacher that helped the special needs kids. He shared a story in, um, in health class. He said... He got circumcised when he was like nine, and he went to some dude's house. I don't know where, but what the hell is this kid doing? He's like out of breath. He's I'll tell you breathing what he's heavy. Doing. He's running from the bullies in his school. He's <laughs> <laughs> being chased down. down the hallway, and he's about to get his ass beat down. Right. Just for being himself. Because that's what happens when you, you're that kid. Well, it sounds like he's a mouth breather. Well, he's running. He's exerting himself. He's got his huge, heavy backpack with his overly full trapper keeper and all of his science books from his fucking science classes. And he's and like rabid I speak from no experience of my own, people. <laughs> and he's got his, you know, like, 
you know, unfashionable clothes on from TJ Maxx, which are nylon and don't breathe well. <laughs> Wackily, this seems more like a reminisce <laughs> than a, a projection here. But anyway, I want to say this is probably not a good time to uh, call the Sick and Wrong podcast. It's all the times. <laughs> There's no other time, okay? The all only right. other time he's home and his papa is beating him. We're not studying hard enough. People, he's about to curl up in the fetal position and start crying, so we got to get to the end Hang of on, call. I'll just do another rail. <laughs> okay, I'm good. All right, let's go. Kid, you always have coke in your future. <laughs> he went to their house, and he got circumcised, and then they took the foreskin and threw it to the fucking chickens, dude. So, so... Go work on the podcast. Keep it up. Peace out. <laughs> I love that ending. Yeah, kid. You know that was a forced... You've never said peace out to anybody in your life. You're just trying to sound cool. <laughs> He's trying to stave off another ass beating. Right. Say, like, I'll see you on WoW tomorrow. <laughs> or some shit like that that you're used to. One thing I gather from this phone call is, one... I don't think the kid that was circumcised, if this indeed really even did happen, was Jewish because Jews don't tend to own chickens. Plus, they would have already been circumcised. They would have been circumcised. So, a nine-year-old, I, I imagine, is white trash. But second of all, what is a chicken going to do with a foreskin? Eat it. Yeah, I don't think a chicken would eat someone's foreskin. If you threw a McDonald's hamburger to a chicken, do you think it would eat the, the hamburger? Yeah. It would not. I it do. Just, they don't eat meat. They, they eat they insects. They eat chicken feed. <laughs> they eat insects. I think chicken feed's made of meat. You think it would eat a, a, a redneck's foreskin? It would taste. Peck at it. It would, I think t- it would, it peck would try at it. it. It would peck at it. <laughs> I think it would peck at it and be like, this tastes like white trash. <laughs> it tastes <Yeah>. like dick. <laughs> uh, but seriously, though, that kid, I, you know, I, I don't know what to tell that guy. Like, I want to say, hey, thanks for calling us and uh, enlightening us with your, your wonderful narrative. But you know what? Next thing, next time you call us, I think you should be a little more relaxed. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe after you've uh, you know beaten that new video game on your Xbox 360. Right, you're in the glow. You, yeah, the you're in the glow. The post glow. video game glow. You've already jerked off to your internet porn, and your mom and dad have left you alone for the weekend. Right. Give us a call then, and uh, just you know, sound a little more coherent, a little yeah. more relaxed. Don't be running to your piano lesson. Yeah. <laughs> People can call sick or I wrong. was you, kid. There's <laughs> hope you can become awesome like me and so happy with life. Yeah, look how you'll turn out. You'll be a podcaster. Yeah. You don't want that, kid. Uh, people can call sick or wrong. Hotline. You have sex a couple of times. <laughs> by, 206. by the time you're 35. <laughs> 206-666-3846 is that number. We always love to hear from you. A uh, real quick couple emails here, Wackley, sent to sickerwrongpodcast.hotmail.com. Here is the hopping mad listener. I'm going to kind of blow through this email because I know he's upset with us, and I don't want to enrage him further. He writes, hey, butt wipes, Capretta from Oz here. Now, I'm not too happy. I've been patiently awaiting my care package, which was bestowed upon me in the great twin Christmas and July miracle of episode 184. Mm-hmm. When D drank like the bacon vodka. Ago. I know. You know, I think this got buried in the email. I forgot about it. Right. 
And unless you chose to send it via carrier snail, or I'm assuming you didn't send it at all. Now, as a listener, I fulfill my duties to listen to your show every week. I even joined the forum before D's quote-unquote awesome random picture thread, i.e. when it was heaps crap. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about there. I, I, our, forum, our forum always ruled. Did so he only goes for the random picture thread, which is basically the TTC thread, which is basically the Transylvania thread. Which I yeah, think but is that, right. that TTC guy finds find some damn good pictures. Sometimes you repost shit, and then I'm like, oh, you repost, and then I'm like, I don't care. It's still funny. <laughs> it's I still, still enjoy funny. seeing it again. <laughs> now we get to the part of the podcrafter's responsibilities. This is me and you here, Wackley. Mm-hmm. You and I. We'll let it slide that you never remember any of our correspondence, not to mention even the last show. I know who Capretta is. He's the official Australian train driver who sent us that folk song. Yeah, and he also created a sweeper, which he's about to get to, that we played at the beginning of the show. Lord knows I've been guilty of occasional substance abuse, but I want my freaking package, which I won semi-fairly and squarely. You know the other funny thing about Capretta is? What? He's on my Xbox 360 live friend list, Dude, which is a very such select a nerd. group. It's <laughs> a very select group. I don't even play online games, but I can like see the games that they've been playing, and they can see what I've been playing. Do you still get chased down the hall by bullies at your office? No, we're all nerds. <laughs> I'm like top fucking swinging dick dog there. It's probably who's cool or not. So here goes. I'm ordering the new design T-shirt whenever that appears. And inside that package, whose postage I'm paying for, you can place the fucking items, which July Santa caused you to give me. Stickers, flavor lube, Wackerly's pubes, or D's payout. I don't even know what that is. Whatever the fuck, I don't care. Sweeten the deal, I even made a sweeper for you. I don't know, guys. Maybe you should just rename your podcast The Flake Cast. <laughs> God, that hurts. That it really hurts. Hurt. It burns. Yeah. What can I do to make you fulfill your duties? Do I have to fly to the States and blow you? It would not be so bad for me, considering Wackley probably wouldn't even turn up. (laughs) That was harsh. Cheers, Capretta. Um, What a dick. (laughs) So, you know, Capretta, you did bring up a sore point. I've actually got like five emails from people that are bitching about not getting their their care package. I'm going to send you a care package, people. We have not received our new Sick and Wrong stickers. We don't have our new Sick and Wrong items yet to send out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dee's dad is sick, and he's taking care of him, and Lance is an asshole and won't do anything. Exactly. Oh, poor listeners. Like, oh, we have to deal with so much. We can't get our T-shirts. Jesus. You know, people, they're going to come soon. I'm going to send you something good, so don't worry about it. And uh, to Capretta here... Just because you made that sweet sweeper. Isn't that pretty cool? Awesome. It's Bonzer. I didn't even realize this was a him. I, you just played it for me. No, the Godcast. Him. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. It was, it was actually pretty damn good. Uh, Capretta, you know what? I'm going to send you something good. So, people, we will be sending out the Sigron Care Package. I put the order in for the stickers this week, so they should be ready around next week. And T-shirts have been ordered already, too. So there's going to be some cool stuff coming Shit out. Shit is on the move. Shit is on the move. I have not forgotten about you. I feel bad. That being said, just have a little fucking patience, okay? <laughs> you know? God. You, 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 you make these empty promises to people, and they expect you to keep them. Well, I feel bad for the people who have paid for t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. But all the rest of you can fuck off. They're coming soon. And you know what? Capretta Sweeper can arrive at a more opportune moment. People were starting a forum thread bitching about our theme song. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Which I actually really enjoy sticks. And the yeah, music of sticks. And all that sticks represents. Three years of the same... 
portion of the same stick song is probably a little much for anybody to bear. Blasphemer. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> no, I agree, actually. I, I do like variation. People, feel free to send in any sick and wrong promo. And uh, we, you know, or intro or sweeper, we'll love to play it and we'll totally well, play it on the then show. we're not playing anything. That no, I mean, we'll listen to it within reason. Yeah. If but it always, sucks, it's going in the trash. We have some creative fans and people send in some pretty cool stuff, so we'll definitely play it. Maybe, maybe this might spark a competition. Who knows? Uh, so, Capretta, yeah, your, your care package is on the way. You know, don't get your koala panties in a knot. Yeah. Jesus. Man. I think they'd be so busy fucking kangaroos and waiting for sick and wrong care packages they'll never arrive. Uh, second email here came from Mo. Mo writes in, Hey, sick and wrong. I started listening to your podcast a couple weeks ago. After going back through some of the older shows, I began to notice you guys have a strong distaste for the, ta- the state of Tennessee. Yeah, I agree that Tennessee... Until uh, Soccer Moms and Moonshine, yeah. now I love Tennessee. Same with me. That's why I'm, I'm surprised. The Blue Hills of this Tennessee. This must have been the earlier shows. Right. He writes, yes, I agree that Tennessee is pretty bad. Uh, founding of the white supremacist KKK party, ridden with STDs. So human, I'd rather be stranded in Nevada desert. And the general ignorance and incompetence that should be responded to by a firing squad. Of course... Also... Martin Luther King was assassinated. In yeah, Martin Luther King was uh, assassinated there. Of course, I doubt it's much better than anywhere else in the world, and the grass is not always greener on the other side. What has made you come to the conclusion to pick Tennessee as a state you direct your most bile towards? Not that I'm trying to dissuade you from hating it, but I'm genuinely interested in what causes discomfort with us hillbilly rednecks. Keep Signed, it safe, keep it wrong. Tennessee Tourism Board. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love Nashville. Have you ever been there? Yeah, I've actually been to Nashville. I've been to Graceland. You know, I've had a damn. I've even been to the Jack Daniels Distillery. Jack Daniels being one of my favorite whiskeys that come from uh, Tennessee. Is that in Tennessee? It's in Tennessee. Is Graceland in Tennessee? Yeah, Memphis. I haven't been to either of those. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a. I've it's, only been to Nashville. And it's I a loved fine it. state, Opryland. I, I can't. When complain. did we ever badmouth it? We just said there's a lot of retards that live there. I think, and, and you know what? To be honest, but there's a lot of retards that live here. God, Oakland is full of retards. My hometown, Midland, ninety-nine percent retard. People that people take, you know, they hear us say that like you know, there's a bunch of dumbasses somewhere, and they think that we're disparaging, but really we're just making the general observation about the universe. You know, I think the state we dire- direct the most bile towards is Florida. Well, Florida. I I fucking hate Florida. I, I, do I would hate much Florida. rather go to Tennessee than Florida. Florida's the worst. Yeah, Florida's the worst state in the union. It's the worst place <laughs> on the world. I mean, I'd go to Australia. I'd go to wherever that Fritzel guy was from. Austria. I, yeah, I would go to Austria, Austria before. I mean, I, I would sleep in Hitler's. You know, the bet he was conceived Okay, upon, what about rural rather China? Rather than being Florida. Rural China. I'd go there before Florida. North Korea. Yep. Okay, all right. Uh, we- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. All right, we hate Florida, all right? Tennessee's all right in our book, but we hate Florida. Yeah, Florida, you guys are fucked. People, you can send an email to sickerongpodcast at com. We got to get out of here, but real quick, if you haven't checked out the Sickerong forum, there's a lot going on right now. There's like 3,300 people on there. I uh, copied a couple funny uh, results from Which Muppet Would You Fuck? A few people. There's a whole thread going on there. And a few people said some stuff that kind of surprised me. Uh, One guy, Year Zero, wrote in, the ladies could use Beaker as a makeshift dildo. Did you even think about that? Because he's sort of shaft-shaped. They should make, Adam and Eve should make a Beaker dildo. Without the hair, though, because that would just get disgusting. 
Yeah. Once it was yeah, just coated in vaginal fluids. Uh, or, Chuck, you know, poo. Chucker <laughs> Paul, <laughs> Chucker Paul uh, put a picture of Miss Piggy up there and says, I'm in love. I love how Trucker Paul used to call in all the time. He hasn't called in for a while, and I don't blame him or anything, but he still winds up posting on the forum. I love his posts on the forum, though. <laughs> it cracks me up. And uh, he's definitely a bona fide chubby chaser. Uh, Crazy Cat Lady wrote in, actually a few girls agree with her. I'd want to get with that dirty green Muppet that be chilling in the garbage and shit. <laughs> Talking trash all the time. He looks like he'd fuck me rude, which I kind of like that term. Yeah. And uh, shove some dirt up my twat and be into some mean S&M play just the way I like and never call me ba- back. Yeah. Yep, that's the Muppet I'd get down with. Yeah, Crazy Cat Lady had problems with her dad. (laughs) (laughs) But she didn't become a stripper, which is odd. Yeah, but her dad was a homeless man that uh, lived in the dumpster (laughs) behind the house. (laughs) That's why she had problems. (laughs) He had a garbage can lid as a hat. Uh I don't know if you knew that, but uh, he did. Uh, We got another email, or uh, another guy here, Anti-Tank Dog, said, I'd fuck Yoda. He was a Muppet in episodes five and six of Star Wars. S, fuck you, I will. You totally butchered that. that, that <laughs> Good job. Ass fuck you. How do, I can't do a Yoda voice. Do a Yoda voice. <laughs> I can't do it either. You're putting me on the spot. Ass fuck you, I will. <laughs> Dude, the inner nerd just comes out and shines <laughs> sometimes. It's nice. Finally here, Chris Cicelli wrote in, I think I would get down with Animal. He's very energetic. Ralph the dog also seems like a smooth motherfucker. I forgot about Ralph. He is fucking smooth. He is smooth. He'd be good for the dinner and dancing part. He was like the notorious B.I.G. Yeah. Yeah. I also agree with Doc. Miss Piggy seems like a big slut with huge fun bags. Who can say no to that? I can't. I, th- I find it funny that every girl who listens to this show is bi-curious. Yeah, we, we If have not a lot totally of bisexual, if not a complete lesbian. Yeah, we do have... Uh, Everyone! A- and they I, all I post can... each other's tits. They post their tits on the forum, and all the girls are like, oh, I love your tits. I want to just put my mouth and pussy all over them and... And are you upset about this? I love it. I think it's amazing. I just didn't know. I mean, I, this is what I don't understand. Is it a representation of the general public? Or every is every girl I meet this into women's sexual and secondary sexual characteristics? Or is it just the type of girl that is attracted to this show? I think it's the type of girl that's attracted to this show. Well, I love this show, D. Simon. <laughs> I never did before, but tonight I do. And I'm never quitting. I'm doing it till I die. Just to get around these women who love the vagina. We, we do appreciate that. So there you go, people. There's a lot of uh, Muppet fucking and pussy licking going on um, <laughs> on the uh, Sigurong forum. You can link to the forum or off our main page, sigurongpodcast.com. Thank you, everybody, for subscribing to the show on iTunes and giving us all those sweet comments. You know, we have like something like 413 ratings. I don't count the ratings. I only read the comments. I know we have 213 as of tonight. That's I love impressive. The I love the comments. And we, we we appreciated that, actually. And a lot of people, I mean, it helps the show out. A lot of people find find out about us. You know, we've actually been slipping a little bit. We were in, like, the top 20, and now we're, like, last time I checked, like, number 24. I'm not sweating it. 
<laughs> I'm just basking in the glow of bi-curious women. <laughs> Muppet, Muppet curious ladies. You ask us about our inspiration. It's women who lick each other's vaginas. That's why go. we do this show. Yes. Not, not where we are ranked in iTunes, okay? Nope. But, but people, feel free to leave us a comment and subscribe to the show. Also, as I mentioned before, I'm making new Sickerong t-shirts. We finalized the design. They're being printed right now. We're going to have them up there probably next week, next week and a half. Can't wait. And uh, people will be able to buy the new Sick and Wrong t-shirts. Also, stickers coming soon, and care packages will be sent out. Finally, here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was provided by Daniel from the UK. And it is Psycho Sam. It's uh, McCroskey, the ginger murderer. And the song is called Voices. He writes, here's a link for one of his songs on YouTube. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, Daniel, UK. Yeah, was Daniel a fan before, or did he just find it after the news came out? No, he's a fan. He sent, he sent in. Uh, he's he actually sent in the article, but he was like, no, no, not a fan of the show, years. a fan of Psycho Sam. <laughs> I'm hoping you found it once the article came out. I don't know. <laughs> I hope to. People, uh, stay tuned next week. We're going to be back with episode 196, and we're going to actually have a special guest on the show. I kind of blackmailed. I extorted my brother. Into coming on the show. Nice job, dude. He's been absent for, I don't know how long, by over a year. Well, I just written him off. I mean, I thought he hated us on the show and the format. Or... Well, I did him a favor, not sexual, you perverts. I did him a favor. Not incestual, <laughs> you perverts. <laughs> I did him a favor, and uh, because of this, I extorted him and made him sign a contract that he's going to be on the show next week. He's got a little Not story to share. Not breath, but uh, I hope I'm pleasantly surprised. He's got a story to share with the Sick and Wrong listening audience. People will be back next week with episode 196. Till then, take it sweet.
Swackley. He looks like the manager of the arsehole store. Goodbye.